The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at WinBet, or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Driver, start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome into the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's a Cody <laughs> Wearzeeb. I am Rod <laughs> Gomez. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, what are you doing? One thing you're missing is this gorgeous number seven Corey LaJoy hat that uh, Cody is sporting. And then, of course, also the uh, the name in which he is going by today, Cody Parentheses where Z buddy, uh, I love I love what you got going on. We're getting better at this YouTube game. That's the fun thing about the YouTube side of things is, is we can have the props right. Had the had the rowdy can a couple weeks ago. Got the Corey LaJoy hat now. The Corey LaJoy picture made an appearance last episode on the uh, the Cup Series picks show. Now I can edit my name when I want to. So Cody where Z that might give you a spoiler alert for somebody we're going to talk about today. Doesn't happen very often, but hey, you never know. It does not happen very often, in fact. And in fact, when it does, it's usually the punchline of a joke and not necessarily a something we're, we're dead set on giving you. But uh, as Cody alluded to, this is the DFS episode of the show. It is the Am Better Health 400 from the Atlanta Motor Super Speedway. I wonder, Cody, if people get like annoyed at the things that we say or maybe not because they continue to come back to us so i don't know are we endearing or are we annoying i don't i don't know it's probably 50 50 <laughs> it really is <laughs> who you ask uh, it listen if Sometimes we're the picks are the, the picks are so good they gotta stay around for the annoying parts so they just have to deal with it <laughs> It's like that relationship that you have. You love the person to death. You got to put up with the annoying parts too. I'm, I know that's my wife. Her whole deal with me. You got to put up with the annoying parts if you actually do love the rest of me. So, uh, just like you guys out there, you got to put up with the annoying stuff to get to the good stuff. God bless it. Exactly. Uh, I love it. All right. Like we said, it is the and Better Health 400 at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. 260 laps up for grabs around this mile and a half. Uh, track that's again it's not it's not a super speedway it's not an intermediate it's literally a hybrid of the two it's when a super speedway loves an intermediate track and they get no no i'm just kidding uh but yeah that's that's <laughs> what this is uh so we handicap it differently we approach the dfs differently 
and uh, and definitely prep for chaos as we always do on a weekly basis. My daughter loves Super Speedway Weeks for one reason. She gets to draw DFS lineups out of the hat. I'm going to have to use the Corey LaJoy hat this time. Thank you. Uh, rub, rub some luck on those DFS lineups, but that is how crazy the DFS can be when it comes to this type of racing at the Super Speedways. So the, one of, at least one of the guys are going to be talk, talking about today. We generally try to avoid on a week-to-week basis, but it, it's just you have to prepare for chaos. I think that Atlanta offers a little bit of a difference in that when somebody gets up front here, it's not the lead isn't shifting quite as much as it does at Daytona and Talladega. We saw it in the fall here. Chase Elliott led 96 of the 210 laps. Um, and so the, you will get some guys who will lead some laps at, at points at Daytona and Talladega for a while, but I think you're going to be more prone to see it here. Um, and so that's going to make your DFS picks a little more important towards the top, especially because you're going to want the guy who leads 96 of the 210 laps who, who's scoring all of these you know laps led points they're likely getting some fastest laps in there now generally on super speedways it's not always the guy in the lead that's getting your fastest laps because there's different runs and stuff going throughout the field so fastest laps are set out a lot more on super speedways but the guys up front are going to get more and then the laps led are a little more important here than i think then on other super speedways ultimately finishing position place differential those are going to be your big things because of the chaos because of, of all the crazy things that happen here um but yeah it's unpredictable but like the betting side of things makes it even more fun makes it even more entertaining and gives everybody else a shot if, if you're just a, a regular guy like we are and you submit a few lineups every week you're not paying for some service to optimize your lineups and all that crap then this is these are the good weeks for you because you have just as good of a shot as any random computer does yeah and even better actually because those they're looking at at other stuff that we're not looking at because it's irrelevant to what you're actually going to be doing so uh very much yep exactly human you cannot beat human interaction i'm sorry ai exactly (laughs) um Oh, man. All right, Cody. So before we get started with our DFS picks, I I know we talked a lot about some of the news uh, affecting and impacting uh, this race yesterday on the betting show. Go back and listen to all of that. But is there anything else you need to add to before we get going on the DFS? Uh, I don't think so. I think we pretty well covered everything. Um, We talked about back on the on the truck series show. We talked about what what will happen or what what these penalties are, how that affects everybody. The whole Chase Elliott situation, he he's different because he wasn't the car driver at the time. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, colleague, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but they did release their statement uh, saying uh, on their appeal, they, saying prior to qualifying Saturday, only one of the two Lovers from the number 31 car was confiscated, showing inconsistencies in parts provided to teams from NASCAR's single source supplier, providing no competitive advantage. So they're basically saying, hey, there's parts that the single source supplier is sending us. They're not even consistent. You only took one of them. I mean, if you're going to do one of them dirty, you probably going to want to go do that and do both or or it really wouldn't provide you an advantage. We saw with the Hendrick cars, there was no advantage based on that. Um, and so they've applied for Trent Owens to be uh, to stay as as the crew chief while the appeal is heard. Obviously, the Hendrick guys, they're just going to go ahead and begin their uh sentences i was about to say (laughs) (laughs) begin their suspension sentences 
uh back at the the hendrick motorsports uh home homestead but uh yeah we we talked about all that yesterday and the guys who are gonna be uh gonna be uh taking over for them it's a it's a pretty solid lineup so again if you haven't listened to the cup series betting episode yet you should go back and listen to that but don't look at hendrick any differently any of these next few weeks without the crew chiefs with all this other stuff the the louvers didn't didn't give them any advantage they were fine without without the ones that were confiscated and all of that uh don't play kyle larson in dfs this week because he sucks at super speedways i think that covers it all i think it does too listen and and just to really wrap up the whole suspension thing, I learned early as a kid that if I wear thick enough jeans, the spoon doesn't hurt. So I'll, I know that I could do whatever I wanted if I wore thick enough jeans. Hendrick, they have thick enough jeans. That 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 spoon, like literally, they were just like, what was that? Oh, okay, you were spanking me. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Like, I'm just saying, I I knew what to do. These guys have very thick jeans, and they're not gonna miss anything at all. In fact. Whatever, whatever NASCAR smacked him with, and it was a pretty heavy spoon. It didn't land. They're they're just like okay, yeah, it's uh, yeah, business as yeah. usual. So we'll see. And again, appealing it, Dale Jr. and others think it might might be reduced. So we'll continue to to follow along with that the saga of NASCAR penalty palooza that happened this week. Ugh, ridiculous. All right, let's get to some DFS. Let's help some folks with their lineups. Um, as we always do, we'll give you a high price driver, a mid-tier driver, and then, of course, a value driver to cap it off. Uh, also, most times, the all, all six drivers that we give you will fit in one lineup. I think that might be the case this week as well. Um, so we'll break that down for you as well. Cody, I got to the dock first. Pissed you off. My bad. I'll let Stole you go first. two of my three drivers that I wanted. Damn it, Rod. What am I supposed to do? It's all right. Payback from I've I've swiped sniped you a few times uh, on it, so I think I think we're even. We'll we'll be like Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain and call a truce here. <laughs> well, speaking of which, set up your first driver then. Yes, speaking of Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain, uh, since I couldn't take the driver I wanted, I found the next best option, Ross Chastain. Um, we talked about this on the betting show. He came up a few times, uh, even from your side of things. He, he's been very good on these super speedways. Uh, he's aggressive, right? He, he's not afraid to get up front, lead some laps. You go back and you look at his Daytona 500 performance. Uh, and again, we don't know the starting positions right now. Uh, if you if he's starting on the pole or something, you might want to stay away a little. The pole position is always a rough one at, uh, at super speedways. Although last season, Chase Elliott started on the pole, led 96 laps. He won both stages, won the race. Obviously, he was in the optimal lineup that day. So, but we don't know the starting positions. We don't know exactly all the scenarios that will go into play this weekend. But at the Daytona 500, he started 23rd, finished ninth in that race, scored five fastest laps, led six laps, uh, scored you a nice 53 points. And then the next week at Auto Club, dominated the the good portion of that race, leading seven or leading 91 laps rather. Um, so he's been off to a pretty decent start to the season. Last week at Phoenix, it was a little rough. He, he ended up finishing back in 24th, but um, he, he's had a good start. But obviously, we're looking mostly at super speedways for past history. You go back to last season, he was very good on super speedways. At the spring race in Atlanta, led 42 laps in that one. In the summer race that was here, 32 laps in that one. Both of those races finished in second position. So that's laps led. There was fastest laps in there. And the finishing position, all things you want. He also led 36 laps to Talladega, 
won a race there as well. So he's proven he can run up front. He can score you points. He can get you good finishes. Ross Chatain at the top of the board. I don't remember if I said his salary, but uh, I believe he's at $10,000. Yes. Does that sound right, Rob? An even 10000 That there is we where go. he's at. Yep. Yes, an even 10000 for the watermelon man, as I have him in the uh, in the document. And and again, I mean, go back, obviously, and we tell you time and time again, listen to all the shows, listen to the, uh, the betting. I made the case for him. You really don't have to go any farther than just the fact that he finished second in both of these Atlanta races. Because, listen, we've already set up the fact that this is not a super speedway, even though we're approaching it as a super speedway. I mean, Atlanta's about as confusing as you can get, right? It's almost like sitting down to take a, a test in a foreign language that you have nothing that you don't know, and you're just sitting down going, okay, well, I think this, and I pull in an A here. Um, but yeah, so Ross Chastain finishing second in both of those races, I, I think, is, is just a no-brainer to me. I'm definitely loading up on Ross Chastain. Uh, but I'm going to take William Byron as my high price driver. This is the guy that Cody really wanted. Uh, and it's really just because of the fact that William Byron is on absolute tear over the last couple of weeks. Um, it was a rough start, right, to the season. He started 34th uh, with a 34th place finish at Daytona. Not a good day. Negative three on the day for him in his fantasy points uh, there in Daytona. Rebounded for a 25-point day uh, in California and Fontana, uh, but then flipped it and, and got 117 points, winning that race uh, two weeks ago. And then, of course, last week winning it again with an 84-point performance. And the, really, the only reason he didn't get uh, uh, a gigantic number last week was obviously he didn't lead as many laps. But dude has led 176 laps two weeks ago, 64 laps uh, the week before you want to talk about, uh, doing good things on this track as well in the fall, uh, of, um, of 2022, he led 41 laps on this track. Now, granted, he didn't have a good finish cause he didn't finish really well. It was 30th, but he did start, uh, on well, he started or he led this race. Like I said, 41 times in the spring, 111 laps. He was first in mid race. First at the high position, finished first. So the dude was dominant on this track. As a high price driver, he's 10900 He's one spot below his Hendrick teammate, Kyle Larson, who again, for some reason, comes in. I know, I know, I know, DFS guys, that Kyle Larson has the most fantasy points per race this season at 49 points, 49 and a half points. William Byron's right behind him at 47. But read the room. Kyle Larson is not going to do well on this track. He shouldn't be this high uh, at 11-2. But William Byron, like I said, at 10-9, obviously somebody that's going to be very chalky in cash games because everybody knows it. Uh, but sometimes if you don't have the chalk, you're going to miss out because that's the guy that's going to lead 111 laps, score all the points, right? <laughs> and you're just going to be sitting there with a dead lineup because you tried to get cute. Don't try to get cute. At least have one if not more lineups with William Byron in it and then work from there. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I, I wanted William Byron. I was going to pick him as my my top price guy. You beat me to it. You laid out the case perfectly. A little more on the Kyle Larson thing. We talked about it on the betting show, but he's going to lead some laps. He's going to run up front for a while. You're going to be like, these guys didn't know what they're talking about. The result almost every time ends up the same. He did score a top four finish at Talladega last season. His one top five finish 
since 2014 when he came into the Cup Series at Daytona or Talladega. Only that one top five finish just cannot do it well on these tracks. So you're playing a bunch of lineups. You're entering some GPPs. Play some Kyle Larson. That's fine. I'll have him. His number goes in the hat just like everybody else's does for the random the random lineups. But cash games, I'm avoiding him, and I don't want to have a ton of Larson exposure because he is not good on super speedways 99.9% of the time. And honestly, I really am okay if you have 0% ownership of uh, or yeah. rostership of Kyle Larson. It just, again, it does not... It's not a great investment. If you want to throw one lineup out there with him just to cover your bases if something crazy does happen, by all means, go for it. But we're telling you to just go light on Kyle Larson this week. Yeah, and again, Daytona 500, a, a perfect example. Throughout the race, it was like, okay, wow, he's, he's hanging up here. He's looking good. Result was the same as it is every other time. He got caught up in it, finished back in 18th. 18th isn't a horrible finish on a super speedway, but... It's not where he was running all day. It's not what you wanted from a guy like that, especially when he started on the front row at that race and stuff like that. So, so yeah, just just buyer beware of Kyle Larson. It's it's tempting because every other week you want to put him in there and you should because he's good all the time. He's been leading a lot. He's been dominating. He just super speedways, not his forte. Well, just for quick context on that, Daytona five. Well, okay, let's let's just do this. Let's go back to last week's race where he scored 112 points, led 201 laps. 54 fastest laps, didn't win the race, damn it, but he got you 112 fantasy points. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? The week before, he got you 80 points from 63 laps led, 40 of the fastest laps, finished in second place in that one, Uh, but Daytona, he got you 12. So, I mean, (laughs) that, that just exclamates the point right there where it's like that is exactly what Cody's talking about right there in number proof. It's like, stellar everywhere else 12 at daytona that's not going to get you any sort of uh love in fantasy yeah uh, agreed i mean that's that's yeah case in point right there yep illustrated not uh educate ah, whatever i don't care talking is not my strong suit something like that I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> actually i think it is <laughs> oh oh sh- no math is not my strong suit god I don't okay know. i was gonna say Jay, you're pretty good at talking and uh you do it a lot and you're you're pretty you're pretty good at it so uh. <sighs> Well, this I'm is g- like your eighth podcast today. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Spoiler alert: <laughs> I've been on the air for quite a long time today. So, uh, but that won't stop me from giving you the best of what I got, and uh, we're going to continue to do that after the break because we're going to give you some mid-tier drivers to target for your DFS lineups. Let's tell you first, though, about WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout, though, for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time during that WinBet Magical Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And, of course, March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today. You can get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. It's a good goal to aim for. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present. This neighborhood playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Zero. 
All right, you can't just stock your lineups with guys that are over 10,000. You need some salary relief. Salary, salary. You need relief. <laughs> you get that with the following drivers that we are going to suggest to you. Cody, who is your favorite mid-tier driver for this slate? Yes, speaking of salary, that's another good point. Again, at Super Speedways, you do not have to use all of your salary. A lot of times, the optimal lineup leaves 4000 I've seen $10,000 left on the table in lineups like that. So you do not have to spend up. There's plenty of great value, guys, uh, the farther down the field you go. And one that pops out to me, <clears throat> talked about this guy on the betting episode, and I mentioned it there. I'm going to mention it again. This is, this is a, a boom or bust play. This can go very easily either direction. I'm going to take Brad Keselowski at $8,500. He is a proven super speedway guy, right? He, he's one of the best in the series. Consistently is pretty good at them. He does wreck a fair amount. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. He's a, he's a very aggressive driver uh, when it comes to super speedways. We, we've seen it, right? Flipped over Harrison Burton last year in the Daytona 500. Um, and, and again, it can go either way. But he gives you a massive upside. You go back to this year's Daytona 500. He led 42 laps in that one. Uh, you know, he started 10th, ended up 22nd. Again, you can see how that didn't work out. He got caught up in one of those late ones, had six fastest laps in that. Um, but he's consistently had every race this season. He scored some fastest laps. He's led laps in every race this season as well. So the RFK program is off to a good start. But he's the type of guy who can get up front and lead laps, pace the field, and have himself in position. You're likely going to need him to win because if he doesn't, he's likely going to wreck. That's just how Brad does it on these super speedways. But he can win. So I, I don't trust him enough to, to play him as a cash player probably. This is going to be more of, of GPP. You're trying to score a lot of points. He's a guy that has a massive, massive ceiling very low floor as well but that massive ceiling that you need to hit he can lead a lot of laps he can get you the fastest laps if he's depending on where he starts again we don't have starting positions at this time um, but depending where he starts he can get you the place differential that you need so at this price uh right here kind of in the in the mid-tier range at the 8,500 mark i like bad brad keselowski what i like the best though about brad keselowski is just the fact that um I know that he's just a lot of people are, are turned off by him right now. They're they're just thinking to themselves, they remember last season. And and sometimes I love the announcers, obviously, for what they do for the sport. And and obviously, you know, we listen and we glean stuff. But sometimes I want them to shut up about drivers because I want them to stay hidden. And and the the damn announcers have been so hell bent on highlighting RFK's rise and, and their their good running this uh this season that i'm like shut up like the more you talk about the fact that brad kozlowski is doing well and that chris busher is showing some speed like the more people are going to be on him i want him to be our little secret right because we were on him last year and trying to make cases for the guy even though he wasn't doing well we were like listen at some point brad kozlowski is going to find speed in this car he's too damn good of a driver he's too much of a veteran like he's not going to not get this thing figured out eventually right now this is it this is where he's getting it figured out in this car we said this is the second year of his ownership now uh, of the team maybe now he's figured out how to find that balance between driving and owning 
right? And it's it's a little more, anytime you do something for the first time, it throws you off, right? You can't, it's, sometimes it's hard to handle two things at once. So now he's learning that balance. And now the driving is starting to come back to him and the finishes are starting to be there. Or at least the speed is starting to be there. Maybe not always the finishes, but the speed is there for those RFK cars. And I mean, again, if we're talking about him and the announcers are talking about him, there's there's something there. There's there's some smoke, and I think at some point there will be fire. So I do love Brad Keselowski, um, especially at 8,500. That's definitely fun. Uh, a nice little price relief. All right, I talked about this next driver in the betting episode, but I'm going to talk about him here as well because I think he's going to be a good DFS play this week, and that is Tyler Reddick, another guy who I think is going to be somebody that not a lot of people are going to be playing only because, look, when we talked about uh, Kyle Larson coming in with 49, just over 49, yeah, 49 and a half fantasy points per uh, per race, Tyler Reddick sitting there at 29 and a half. It hasn't been the greatest start to the season for Reddick. Minus 11 fantasy points for you at Daytona. Only eight the following week at uh, California. But the last two weeks have been solid for him. Uh, a 50-point performance at uh, at Las Vegas. And then, of course, last week uh, he had 57 points in Phoenix. So a couple of good 50-point days. Look, his price is at $8,700. 50 points is not necessarily a gigantic return on your investment, but it's a solid return. And I think uh, with Tyler Reddick, you're going to get a good return. Uh, he did, like I said, finish third last week and he snuck his way up to a third place finish from a 12th place start um this atlanta configuration has not been kind to tyler reddick but i did say in the betting show and i'll say it here again kurt bush finished third in this race with that 45 car so it's possible for the 45 car to get it done it's possible for the 45 team to get it done uh, his price is not something that uh, is going to be scary to me to try to take a flyer on at 8,700. In fact, if you you know didn't go with one of the top guys and you kind of just built your lineup around a guy like Tyler Reddick who could sneak a win out of this um, and, and maybe his finishing or his starting position isn't the best and you get some good place differential from him as well. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios that make this Tyler Reddick play a, a lot more sexier than I think a lot of people are going to give it credit for. And I'm not just trying to plant my flag to be right. I really honestly believe that that third place finish last week was what this 45 team needed because up until then, you know, they'd struggled and and it seemed like maybe maybe 2311 was like, did we make the right choice, right? Was this something, did, did we do something wrong? But I, I don't think they did. I think Tyler Reddick is going to get this figured out now. That third place finish is just about the kick in the pants that he needed to get going. And uh, once you get that guy hot, Last season, he proved to us that he's a very solid driver. That eight car was fast. It won races. Um, I think this 45 car can do the same. I think he can do the same. I think this is where it starts. I think he's good for a good solid run and a good DFS day for you. Yeah, I I know you're big on him this week. Uh, He's a good pivot play because if you go back and look through his super speedway finishes, they're not all great, but he did finish second at Daytona last year. He survived the rain, but he, again... Anything crazy can happen, and that's that's part of this, right? That's that's not much different than a big wreck that takes out half the field at Daytona, at Talladega, now at Atlanta, anywhere else. So, uh, yeah, I think he's a solid pivot play. I don't think a lot of people are going to be on him. 
uh, he's going to be one of those guys you kind of look over because he's not known as a quote-unquote super speedway guy, but he, he's gotten some results here and there and, and can break through. Um, and, and like you said, he's starting to get that momentum on his side, starting to gel with this transition to 2311, the transition from Chevrolet to, to Toyota. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, a good, it's a good solid play. Yeah, again, I mean, I'm looking to kind of zig where people are zagging and, and not a lot of people are talking about Tyler Reddick. I mean, obviously, we've talked about uh, all of the everybody that's on Corey LaJoy uh, in, in our, yeah, in the betting area and, and everybody wanting to jump on Corey LaJoy now. Um, I know there's a little Ross Chastain buzz, obviously William Byron's going to be huge, but we're on him obviously. Um, but yeah, Tyler Reddick is one of those guys where not a lot of people are talking about him and, and that's sort of where I like to go, uh, anyways, especially in DFS when you're talking about, um, the, these tournament plays just to, just to take a chance, you know, and it, you don't even have to go heavy on Tyler Reddick. If you got a good Tyler Reddick lineup with, with other like Chastain and Byron around him, um, yeah, you're looking pretty good, especially if uh, if he hits and he comes in in the top three again this week, especially starting maybe in the mid-pack, driving his way up to a third-place finish. Uh, you'll be happy with that. So, um, yep. all right, let's find some salary, salary relief. I'll never get that right. Whatever. We'll figure it out. I'll get some salary relief, <laughs> shall we, after the break. <laughs> let's step away for one more and give you some value drivers after the break. But let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy because we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props go ahead over now to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn now for my favorite part of the show telling you folks that are watching on youtube thank you very much for continuing to do so you are making the bosses happy because we are now on video and they're wanting more video so we're giving it to them <laughs> So keep us on video by liking, by subscribing, by leaving comments, by hitting the bell so that you know when we go live and uh, and when new videos come out, set your notifications to uh, to let you know when uh, Corey LaJoy is going to make an appearance on the show uh, and all that other good stuff. So again, thank you very much. Just uh, just please love us. There's Corey LaJoy. We love you and we love YouTube. It's a whole new world for us out there. Uh, but continue to make it fun for us. We'll continue to make it fun for you. Part of making it fun for them is uh, winning the money. And that's what we try to do on a weekly basis. Whether it is through betting, whether it is through DFS. And uh, that, that's the joy that we get is when you guys win money. You know, it's funny because when we do podcasts like this, a lot of people think it's just because, you know, you, you want to be famous. And, and that's all fine and well. But... I never started this show to be famous. All I want is for you guys to start winning money and having fun doing it. And that's, you know, whether or not I ever see any sort of fame from this, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do this whether it's one person watching, whether it's my mom watching every week, or whether it's, you know, thousands of you listening every single day. I don't care. I'm still going to do it. You're already famous, Rod. I've seen those movie clips that you're in. <laughs> Oh my God, I thought I buried those. But it's funny because I did I did honestly forget that I had that reel uh, on my YouTube channel and I had to send it to you. But yeah, I, I did a little I'm, bit of I'm acting. glad you shared that with me. That listen, was exciting. Listen, I live but, in California. Uh, yeah. Of course I did some acting. 
Yes. Yeah. We're we're here to just here to have fun. Here to here to try and give you good picks. Obviously, that's that's the main point of this. But have have a good time, have fun while we're doing it, and uh, yeah, give give you some good analysis. Speaking of good analysis, what better analysis can you have than Cody Ware as my next pick? Four thousand nine hundred dollars <laughs> going to the bottom of the barrel. Cody Ware not very good on a week to week basis. You go to last week, he started 36th, he finished 34th, no laps led, no fastest laps. He scored you a big solid whopping nine points. The week before, he scored you one. The week before, he got you minus one. So I think a lot of people might look at that and go, meh, I'm going to pass on this guy. But I'm going to one race farther back, Daytona 500, started 35th, finished 14th, nine fastest laps on the day for Cody Ware, 54 points he scored on the $4,600 salary at the time. They've upped it to $4,900 this time. But he is a very solid super speedway guy, mostly because he hangs out at the back all day, stays out of trouble, keeps his nose clean, finds his way there at the end. This is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. So I'm going to give you a bonus bet for the week. (laughs) Cody Ware is 20-1 to for a top 10 finish. Um, I believe he finished fifth last season at Daytona in one of those races. So he can do it. He's done it before. He is so good at super speedways at getting to the end and being there. And that's all you need. You don't need him to go up front. You don't need him to be leading laps. You don't even need his fastest laps. You might throw a couple in there like he did, um, like he did for you in the Daytona 500. But you go back and you look last year, 17th in the Daytona 500, 26th at Atlanta 1. That's not a bad finish. Um, you go down to Atlanta 2, and I lost it. That's 23rd again. Not a bad finish. But uh, then he had the sixth place finish at, at Daytona later on in the season. So he, he can get you these results at super speedways. Not always. He's going to get caught up in some of the stuff. He's going to finish in the back. If it's a race like Talladega in the fall where nobody wrecked out hardly, he ends up 32nd, and it doesn't pay off for you. But he's got a, a much higher ceiling, like about a 50 times ceiling from his normal weeks when we come to this types of tracks. Um, and he, he can just get you those solid points that you need. Super Speedway Racing, not getting negative points is the best thing you can do. And he's likely going to start near the back, so he doesn't offer you a too low of a ceiling. If you play a guy like Kyle Larson who starts second, wrecks out, that's negative a lot of points all the way in the back where he finishes. Even if, if Cody Ware wrecks out after starting 30, you know, 33rd and finishes 36, he's not costing you a bunch. So that's a bonus as well where he does offer you that high, that decently high ceiling. It's not as high as a guy like Brad Keselowski or, or William Byron or something like that. But Cody Ware can be that solid piece that can lift you up and over that and is a fairly safe play, uh, I would say. I... I can't think, I mean, we've done 135 episodes so far. I don't know that we've ever suggested a bet and or a DFS play on Cody where I think we did, we did give him out uh, on a bet leading up to Daytona. There was, there was, uh, I think like a top forward bet or something that was kind of ridiculously long odds. Uh, So I think I did give it out there. So this is maybe the second positive mention of Cody Ware, but. 
generally not positive mentions when we talk about Cody Ware. Mark this down in the history book as the, yeah, one of the only times that you can hear Cody Ware yeah. being thrown out. But look, you made valid points. Obviously, we, we talk a lot about the fact that these value plays, more often than not, especially on mile and a half intermediate tracks that aren't set up like the super speedway, you're really just looking for guys that aren't going to lose you points and, and really just guys that are going to finish somewhere where you know. Because anything in betting... DFS, those known quantities are almost more valuable to you than the ones that have a, a large range of outcomes, right? Where they could either win you the race or finish dead last. At least you know a guy like Cody Ware is going to, at the very least, get you whatever the minimum amount of points is around the 30th place finishes, right? You know that's going to happen. Anything else to get you on top of that is great, and it gives you an opportunity to take chances on some of those guys that will either win you the race, lead 111 laps in the process, or you know slam out of the race early and and cost you anything. So um, I do like that aspect of it. And and normally we wouldn't tell you a guy like Cody Ware is the guy to get it done for you, but this week we're going to tell you that <laughs> uh, and have yes, fun we with are. it. Um, all right, so another driver that uh, that Cody got pissed off that I, I picked instead of him, uh, and that's A.J. Allmendinger. $6,300 for the dinger. I'm really just going to go right to Daytona and kind of ha handicap it this way, whereas uh, in Daytona to start the season, uh, A.J. Allmendinger started in 29th place, charged his way up to a 6th place finish, getting you 65 fantasy points on the day he was $6,100 that day all right so you know what does he do to follow that up his encore to that was a negative 25 point day <laughs> in California he started sixth drop like a rock finished 36th uh, he was 6,400 that day they adjusted his price to $300 well the DFS gods were like all right we got bit we'll we'll drop it back down to $6,100 what does he do? Well, he goes out and gives you a 30-point day uh, at $6,100. So they adjusted his price to $6,200. Last week, he gives you 25 points. Not the most stellar of days. Uh, but I will tell you this. He is now $6,300. So they've, they basically are inching back up to that $6,400 range. But at this price, I mean, if you're still even getting four times uh, a return on your value, even if you get 25 points out of him again, that's absolutely fantastic at a guy at this value range because like Cody laid out, man, the, the guys down there at the bottom below him, I mean, A.J. Allmendinger is the last of which, other than Corey LaJoy, uh, at $6,000, I would even feel comfortable with other than Cody Ware as you gave out as well. It's, it's, it's Justin Haley, which, okay, I know that we're high on Haley this week, but still, it's it's a little scary to me. There's Ty Gibbs. There's McDowell, who a lot of people are high on because this is a super speedway. There's Gragson. There's Burton. There's Gilliland. There's Dylan. There's McLeod. There's Yaley. Like, A.J. Allmendinger doesn't really belong in this tier. This is kind of a misprice, in my opinion. So I think you should jump on this misprice and, and put him in your lineup because the sky's the limit. I mean, you can get a good, solid top 10 finish out of A.J. Allmendinger like you did in Daytona and clean up with 10 times uh, the return on his price tag. So um, I like that a lot. Yeah, uh, I love A.J. Allmendinger this week. Talked about him a few times in the betting show. I found multiple ways to bet on him. 
He is a great super speedway racer. Uh, again, it's it's underrated. Not a lot of people talk about it. You just talk about road courses when you talk about AJ. I love him at the super speedways. His last three Cup Series starts on super speedways, sixth place or better in all three of them, two of those back in 2018, and then obviously this season at the Daytona 500. In between that time, his, his time in the Xfinity Series, covered that on the betting episode. Very positive numbers. One at Talladega. Other great finishes. He's he's a veteran driver. He's been around a long time. He's seen a lot of races. He's got that road course racing experience. Whether that comes into play with him helping him avoid things, seeing things as they you know begin to happen up ahead of him, whatever the case may be, he's good at keeping it clean, being there at the end. And again, that's that's most of the battle in the super speedway races is be there at the end, and then it's it's all gravy from there. So. Love, love, love me some AJ Allmendinger this weekend. If you haven't listened to the betting episode, go back and listen to that. Find out the ways we found a bet on him because I'm expecting a, a great weekend from AJ. And listen, I'm hoping that he starts poorly. I'm hoping that he starts toward the back of the pack because those place differential points are going to be huge for a situation like uh, AJ Allmendinger because if he finishes inside the top 10 and starts from 28th, 29th point, I mean, that's... It's already a good solid base for that guy, and, and it's just nothing but uh, gravy after that. So, like I said, love me some A.J. Allmendinger. You hit him in the betting episode, which I couldn't get to, uh, but yes, definitely I could not leave him out of my DFS lineup. So, um, Yeah, and he started 16th in his dual race, too, so that means in qualifying, he was about 32nd. So, he, he did not start very or 31st 32nd whatever one of those spots depending on which duel he was in but did not qualify well so he started near the back in that race and ended up with the sixth place finish yeah i mean again he started in 29th finished six eight fast yeah. laps one lap led you know a, a great day for aj almondinger now yeah. i thought for sure that was a, a signal for a great comeback to the cup series full-time cup series um unfortunately he like i said he has stumbled on some hard times um but he's climbing his way back up you know, 36th, 18th, 20th. He's up He's up there. He's inside the top 20, which is kind of where you want him to be uh, right now. Hopefully, he'll find his legs. Those college cars are still fast, um, and they're getting fined for being that fast. So, uh, you know, it's it's all good. It's all great. See, that's the other weird thing, too, is, is it was only the one on the 31 car and not the other one, and, and then none on the 16 car. So that, that makes me feel like colleagues' case is even stronger for you know, they, they really, it wasn't anything, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it wasn't me, right? The exactly. old Shaggy song, it wasn't me. Uh, all right, let's uh, get out your pen and paper. We'll go over our DFS picks for you for this slate. Cody started you off with the watermelon man himself, uh, Ross Chastain at $10,000. I've given you the winner of the last two races. William Byron might be chalky, but it's going to be chalky for a good reason, in my opinion. $10,900 for him. Cody followed that up with a bad Brad Kozlowski at $8,500. I'm giving you a bounce back week. Uh, well, another bounce back week for Tyler Reddick at $8,700. And then Cody, in the last time that we'll probably say his name all season, gave you Cody Ware uh, at $4,900, not just because he likes the name, uh, but also because we think solid, he's going to do a solid good name too, though. Yeah, it's good pedigree right there. Uh, and then, of course, a bonus bet for you in the dfs episode to uh 20 to 1 to win or no 20 to 1 
out of the top 10 finish for Cody Ware. He's a lot more than 20 to 1 to win. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was going to say 21. That seems that seems really that's, bad. That's, that's very low odds for, yeah, for no, Cody Ware. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and then I gave you A.J. Allmendinger at 6,300. Cody, will all of these fit in one lineup? They actually will, and you have $700 to spare. That's not bad. I mean, again, we could, we're not afraid to leave anything on the table for these, but um, that's pretty good, actually. That's a pretty good lineup. Yeah, that's it's solid. Cody Ware actually might be worth a bet to win, Rod. He is plus one, zero, 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 zero. There's a lot of zeros behind it. Was that I think the, he's, he's actually a 1,000 to one to win this race. The one million to one that you had put in the plus, yeah. plus minus one million? <laughs> It's the opposite uh, for Max Verstappen. He's minus a million to win the F1 race. Oh my God. Cody wears plus a million to win the, the NASCAR <laughs> race. But, hey, I mean, he finished sixth last year. He, that's putting yourself in position. He's going to need some absolute chaos. But, I mean, I mean we literally saw the, the seas open up and part the track at Daytona last year. So, crazier things have happened. All right, fine. Quarter unit. Just a little tiny. Quar- just throw, throw five bucks on it. Jeez, a thousand to one. Yeah, that's true. You're it's a nice you're payoff. Yes. Hey, yeah. if you've got a All free right. bet sitting Adding. out there, if you got a free bet Adding. sitting out there in your book. writing down bet Cody Ware to win this race. Okay. Oh my God, please! Oh my God, if that happened, Ooh. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not. I might buy a Cody Ware fire suit <laughs> on the YouTube channel. I'm not saying the popularity of this show would blow up, but like, I don't know that we'd be able to stay under the radar anymore. We'd be household names. <laughs> Oh, that's scary. Mark 44 minutes and we're going to mark that down. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Well, before we start giving everybody <laughs> chances to win this race, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media as we wrap things up for the week? Find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, again, follow the show at NASCAR gambling, get in the discord, join the conversation, check out the F1 gambling podcast. That should be out today as well. Um, yeah. Fun times. Ready to, ready to go to go get some bags at, at Atlanta here. Super Speedway Racing, exciting throughout the race, usually. It, it's constant action, generally, and, and a lot of fun. You're going to get the big crashes, all the fun stuff. Look, guys, spending five days a, a week with you guys has been probably the most fun I've had in a very, very long time. This show started out as, what, once a week, I think, or twice a week, and now we are every day cranking this out for you and i'm here to tell you i would not have it any other way this is a blast thanks for hanging with us this week go back listen to all the betting episodes if you haven't already uh get yourself set up for a fabulous weekend of racing we'll be back again on monday with the recap show or sunday night if the schedule allows it keep an eye on the discord keep an eye on twitter subscribe to youtube let that little bell tell you when we're live next Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in the bio of everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media. Go check out the back road on YouTube when you're done watching here or listening or whatever you're doing at the time. Go check it out. It's there. Atlanta, baby. Super Motor Speedway Racing coming to you all weekend long. Good luck. Win some bets. Win some, don't forget uh, to play Corey LaJoy, too. Don't forget to play the Corey LaJoy. <laughs> win some DFS lineups. Just win some money. But have fun doing it. We'll be back again next week. Until the next time, let's go racing and let it ride.